Welcome to the Love Your City podcast, joined as always by yeah. Letitia Shelton. I'm here again. You're here again? Yes. Oh, you're so... I yeah. know. That's great. It's great, and um, we're going home tomorrow. Well, you're we going are. home. Well, I'm going home. Yeah, I'm you're, going to uh, Niagara Falls. You're going to Niagara Falls in a barrel. <laughs> Over yeah. the falls in a barrel. That would be fun if it raised yeah. me a lot of money. I would. Yeah. You would? Yes. Because oh, we can organise that if you're <laughs> keen. Hey, one of the stories that is uh, really a signature story of Movement Day that... Um, our very own Josh Townsend captured so well in Movement Day London a year or so ago yeah. was the story of Salford. And it's a story I heard many years ago that helped me understand what Movement Day is all about. And we're joined by David King now. Uh, David, yes. welcome. Hey, it's Good great day. to be with you all. And, and you, you have been a Salfordian, is that what? A Salfordian is the correct word for Sunday from Salford. There you and go. We're, you and go. we're proud Salfordians. Brilliant, Good. brilliant. And I know everyone's thinking, where the heck is Salford? And... Um, yeah, so for you guys, Salford is part of Greater Manchester. Yeah. So Salford, the city of Salford and the city of Manchester share the same city centres. We grew either side of a river. Okay. So it's in the northwest of England. Right. But um, different mayor, different Di- council. Different city mayor. We have a regional mayor, but a different city okay. mayor, yeah. different council, different vision. Okay. Yes. Different football team. We have a football team called Salford City FC, but they're just climbing the very lower divisions. Okay, very good. But people either support Manchester United or Manchester City. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. David, in a few minutes, tell us the Salford story. We're going to post the video that Josh made. Yeah. Um, but tell us the story in a few minutes of Salford. Yeah, just, just a real synops- a snapshot of the story is this. Salford in the 70s and the 80s saw a decline, like a lot of major manufacturing cities. We saw a decline. We saw high levels of unemployment. Salford had a docks. Although we're 30 miles from the sea, we had a docks. We won't go into the story how we managed to have a docks 30 miles from the sea, but we had one. <laughs> yeah. But then we lost the docks. As container shipping got bigger and bigger, the container ships, they couldn't come up the ship canal to get to the docks. So we lost the means of trading what we produced. So then high levels of unemployment came, deprivation kicked in, crime grew, but the trouble with housing grew as a lot of 1970s and 60s concrete blocks went up. So we ended up with, with a lot of social problems within the city. Very low levels of aspiration from the young people. Yeah. But over from the, from the mid 80s onwards, there was people who started to pray, more so in the mid to late 90s. But there were some pockets of prayer before then. But then we started to see a vision for the city change, a vision for the city grow. And so from now, we've got high, quite high levels of employment. Mm. We've got all our high schools are brand new. On the old docks, we've got a, a, a two billion pound media city with over yeah. 100 media companies now where there was nothing. Mm. We've got a national garden being built in Solvay, which mm. seems very bizarre, Solvay was <laughs> very industrial. Yeah. But 50 million pound being spent on a tourist attraction of a garden in Salford yeah. and, and lots of housing with the biggest growth area of, of housing now with of Salford and Manchester outside of London wow. in our nation. Very large change. Yeah, very large yes. change. So your job's done then. It's all it's all over. Got Rick Prosser in the background annoying me. We all love each other here. Um, the city's transformed. Uh, full stop. Job's done. <laughs> no, no. What, <laughs> the way I look at it is this. Like any family grows and develops over many generations. Yeah. Yes. So does a city. Yeah. Really a city at its best is a big family. With lots of people joining the family, sadly some people leave the family at times, but the family evolves, the family changes. Same with the city, same with your house, Mm. where you have a family home. Mm. And so in a city, you can't rest on your laurels. We've seen churches grow, we've seen education change, we've seen 
properties change. Mm. We've seen hope in the city rise, aspiration levels rise, but we can't stay there because there's even more we can do together. Yeah. yeah. Cause, and we've got to keep on inspiring people. We've got to keep on having a vision. We've got to keep on, for me as a Christian, I've got to keep on going back to God and saying, I want to see what it means to see your kingdom keep on coming in my city, yeah. to see the great things you've got for my city keep on happening. Yeah, right. I can't rest on a good story because yeah. eventually it becomes history yeah. and you can't live in history. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so what, what are you doing now? Like uh, you've got this huge story, um, but what's what does it look like living in Salford day by day? Yeah, I still I still live in Salford, although I end up traveling to a place like this, Washington DC now, yeah. which is great, or yeah. I've been across to see you guys yeah. in Australia, yeah. which yeah. is absolutely brilliant. I love being in Australia. Mm. I, I still love being in my city yeah. mm. I, and I still live there now. And, and now the, the real vision is to keep on seeing that things move forward. But actually, we, we've our centre of, of Manchester and Salford, the city centre now, mm. we're working at that as, as a, a centre of business, a centre of the arts, it's a centre of sport with the football teams, mm. it's a centre of education with with the we've got we've got three major universities within that small geographical area. Yeah. So we're working hard now with others and we're gonna increasingly work with others pulling them together to shape a 15-year vision yeah. yes. for that right. area. Yes. Yeah. So what does that, and that area then hopefully will be a catalyst, will we'll look not just to improve itself as that area, but then look, how can that area then be a blessing to other areas? Yeah. Because what we've got to do as we build cities is look not to compete with other cities, but to work in unity and to look to bless mm. other cities. Because if my city blesses your city, and your city blesses my city, guess what? Mm. We're going to grow together. Yeah. 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 And we're not going to put another place down or just build our success on the back of somebody sure. else's depression. Sure. Yeah. How important is that? Uh, I think you just uh, referred to it then, but how important is it in building a 15-year vision for it to not just be the pastors, not just be the churches, no, no, but... No. If, a pastor can't build a city vision. Mm. He builds his part of it working with the other pastors. Mm. So a group of pastors, we need the pastors to come together to work in the city. They've got the spiritual oversight of the city. Yeah. That is massively important. Yeah. Without yeah. somebody controlling the spiritual oversight of the city properly and under God, mm. the rest can't happen. Yeah. So that needs to happen. But then we need the politicians. Yeah. And we need to pray for the people. You know, in Timothy, it tells us to pray for those in authority. If yeah. we want to live a peaceful and quiet life, yeah. I yeah. love living peaceful and quiet yeah. life. It's yes. better than a lot of aggravation. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to pray for those guys. We yeah. need to encourage them. We need to help bring them together to support yeah. them, to release them, including the guys who are Christian politicians, yeah. maybe yeah. in our churches. Yeah. Don't complain at them. Support them, encourage them. Yeah. Yes. With the business community, the sports community, the arts community, exactly the same. If we can bring them together and every type of grouping like that in our city mm. shares and, and connects together on the vision, do you mm. know what? We can see our places change and become an yeah. absolute pleasure to live in. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and you know, when we're here we, in England, at times we have high levels of youth, depression and, and mental health issues. Mm. You know, we need to see that change. Yeah. 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 And in working together and changing the environment, that can help that. I'm not saying it'll solve it all, but it can certainly help that yeah. in that area. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Absolutely. You talked about being in it for the long haul, and I love that um, your story um, started with your father, the story yeah. of your city. And um, your father was a pastor in that city, and um, he began many, many years ago, and then you took up the baton. But where did he begin? Yeah, my dad grew up in an area called Rochdale, uh, in Greater Manchester, he was in the days of a, a lady called Grazer Fields, which some 
very old. All the members of the, all the members of your listeners might might remember <laughs> she was a bit of a famous film star. But okay. anyway, that's a side story. <laughs> but he grew up there. He grew up there. He. he my dad came from a, f- a family where his father was in the army for quite a number of years. His dad died when he was 14. Mm. So he came up brought by his mum mm. who loved Jesus. Yeah. And as a mum bringing up two kids during the war years and just after the war years, a lot of time on their own because father's away at war, inputted into them. Mm. But then he got to a point in his life where he had to make a decision for himself to follow Christ. He did that and then God took him on the most amazing journey of walking with him, of seeing, uh, of seeing a heart for this change into the, for the city software where he was called to. He didn't see major change in his life of ministry. But wow. what he did, he planted the seeds of change. Yeah. Because what we do, we don't just plant for our generation. Mm. We're planting for the future generations. We've got to prepare for God to change our place over generations mm. as well as instant change. Yeah. So he planted that. I'll tell you an illustration of this. My dad walked, I walked with him at times on the ground when the docks were flourishing, but when the docks closed and he prayed yeah, over wow. it. Yeah. I then walked on that same ground without my dad because sadly he's not with us anymore. Mm. Uh, and I walked on that same ground on my own when it started to turn into a media city. My daughter now, who is an artist, exhibited her artwork in those buildings yeah. built on the ground where my dad walked when Beautiful. it was the docks closed yeah. down. When I walked, when we, we envisioned what could happen, she now is a generation mm-hmm. who who will really be able to get the maximum out of those buildings yeah. and those businesses and those organisations. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. This is powerful because yeah. I've heard a few... Um, other cities talk this yeah. week um, that they're struggling because they haven't seen change um, and other pastors are beginning to fall off, you know, the city yeah. vision because um, they're just not seeing instant change. <laughs> um, and, that, and that can be a curse of our society um, because we want to see it. But I love your story. It's just been every generation yeah, yeah, absolutely. building yeah. on top of the other one. The yeah. long game. Yes. Uh, did, your, did your dad get to see much of the... My, my dad, my, next year will be 50 years since we as a family moved to Salford. Oh, right, wow. So okay. next year will be like our Jubilee year, and I'm, yeah. I'm looking for the, the stuff to come back to us that we've had took off us. You know, that's what happens at Jubilee. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I'm looking for that spiritually and, and yeah, health-wise for yeah. the family. But yeah. my dad, in, later on in life, mm. when we see major things happen, churches that were that were very small grow. When we saw major things happen, my dad and two and my mum were in a care home. Right? Mm-hmm. They both had a, an early set on of dementia, but had other health issues need to be in the care home. Two of my dad's other pastoral friends from his generation used to come and visit him. I'd make sure I was in the care home when they came to visit. They'd sit down and the four of them would say, particularly me, my dad, who could speak, my mum lost her voice, but my dad would speak and say, Dave, tell us what's happening now. Wow. And even with dementia, even with a limited understanding, they would celebrate, they would thank mm. God, and they would enjoy hearing mm. that actually what they'd worked for all their lives, mm. even though they were now in a care home, mm. was actually impacting their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, because yeah, they've got great-grandchildren great. generation. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I wish this was a video vodcast at the moment, because to yeah. see the passion and the excitement in your face, as you tell that story, is a beautiful mm. thing, mate. Yeah. Mm. Mate, we love your story. We love you. And uh, we're so thankful to know you and yep. for your input, not just in England, not just in Salford, yeah. but all around the world now, as God take, is taking you everywhere to tell the Salford story. So God bless you, mate. And we're praying for the year of Jubilee for you next year. That's great. And you're going to just say thank you. And thank you. When I was in Australia, you say, what an amazing country, an amazing city you've got across Australia. And may God bless you even more than he's blessed us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Dave. Good on you, Dave.
Well, Tish, as, as, uh, as tired as I am now, I think Dave's story that we've just heard has really lifted me. Yeah. Um, just a brilliant story. I've known that story for a long time, but to, to actually talk with Dave and look him in the eye and, and see his passion for his city and for his mm. family and just mm. beautiful. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. And I think if I was to have a highlight from this week, it would be um, getting to know the people behind the stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we hear a lot of good stories up on stage, but then each night we've been able to go out for dinner and um, just yep. mix with these people yeah. and um, hear, hear about their lives. And mm. I think that's probably the most impacting thing is just getting to know the people behind the stories. Yeah, uh, and, they're, and they're also normal. Yeah, so normal. <laughs> they're also um, normal, ordinary, humble people. Very it's humble. Amazing. And yeah, um, yeah it's, that's impacted me the most probably. You segued already before I was going to ask you, but uh, here we are at the end of, a, a, you know, a, a big week. Um, You've just shared a highlight. I'm yeah. going to share one of my highlights now before you share another one. Um, I, I think this whole idea of millennials has, has really gone deeper for me. Um, for those who are listening, Letitia and I don't just do a podcast. Um, we, we are so keen to see a city gospel movement in our own city of Toowoomba and, uh, and are working in various ways, hopefully with God, to see that happen. And one of the ways mm. is with millennials, with Gen Zs, with young people. Um, to help them capture this vision. But just spending time with um, James from Faith Tech, spending time with Grant Skeldon, uh, which are episodes you can listen to, um, as well as all the stuff that was said from the platform about millennials, um, just feel a real invigoration, reinvigoration, to press a bit harder, to go a bit deeper with millennials, to invest a bit more, yeah. um, not just in, in the classroom or in the cafe, but in my home and, and with my family and just wanting to invest in them in a, in, a, in a discipling way yeah. um, to see them just really raise up and, and um, get on board with this. Yes. It's been a highlight yeah. and a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it is. What's, sure what's is another highlight for you? I think um, we ended yesterday afternoon hearing from an older man, and I can't remember his name. That was John, John. Maisel. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's about in his 80s, terminally ill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a session on leaving a legacy, and this mm. man uh, fought in the Korean War and shared some amazing stories of um, telling other soldiers about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, he really challenged us that even though our faith is personal, it should never be private. And yeah. just really calling the church to come out from yeah. hiding. Yeah. And I think yeah. we've, we've hid behind our walls trying to build our programs and our kingdoms, but um, that the church is meant to be a voice of, of truth and yeah. hope in our cities. And that was just profound. Um, yeah, that was gold. And I think, I think just on that as well, that... He really brought evangelism back onto the table. Mm. Um, you know, uh, the, we can talk so much about city transformation and social justice. Yeah. Sometimes evangelism just yep. conveniently gets pushed to the side, but he really brought it back, mm. and it was a great way to end the conference. Mm. Um, another highlight for me was uh, was the importance of research, yeah. knowing your city. I think um, maybe in Australia we're a bit casual with this. Yep. I know that in our conversations we maybe uh, clipped the Americans a little bit for their you know, process and budgets and PDs and outcomes right. and all this and sort of boards, thing. Yeah. But it, I think if they're on one extreme, we might be on the other and, yeah. and we're sort of, we may, we may be a little bit casual about all this and I think we can lift our game in really knowing our city through, you know, statistics, through understanding the pain um, and, and really uh, investing some time and maybe even a little bit of money yeah. uh, into researching the state of our city so that we can then not just leave that and go, wow, that was great, but encourage the church make some recommendations to churches and not for profits and whatever else mm. to engage in those things and, and think about ways that we can 
directly minister to those yeah. things that we discover about our city. Stop being arrogant in thinking that we know our city better than anyone else because we're Christians. I think that was a big takeaway for me. Yeah, good. And you, one more. I oh, know that oh. you've already given two. Oh, man. Um, I think just being here in D.C. Yeah. Um, we're five minutes from the National Mall. It's been um, monumental, hasn't it? <laughs> we're, we're so close to the George Washington Monument, um, the Abraham it, Lincoln. Yeah. Um, and then the Capitol Hill, and then today we got to look around a bunch of museums, and I, I love just reading history and lives of people who have paid a price yeah. to stand for something they believed in. So it's, yeah, it's a whole package experience here. I think you're, you're about to have your biggest highlight of this and head on seven weeks yeah. leave off to Niagara Falls and Hawaii, and yep, we're getting the signal for dinner, so yes. we might wrap it up here. Yep. But um, yeah, have a, uh, have a great time. Yep. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> you so need it. <laughs> You just need to refresh and recharge and be thinking in new and fresh ways for 2019. And I'm going to get a tan. I'm I'm making you laugh before this podcast finishes. I laugh. Yes, you are. Your jokes are funny. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Bye.